The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the time's just gone exactly 18 minutes past five. Joining us on the line now, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon and welcome once again. Good afternoon. Always, always good to join you this time of the day. Great. And I hear everything is smooth, no hiccups, nothing. We all set to go on a smooth ride. <laughs> Okay. okay, I won't, I won't. Roland, I thought, let me start with this message from Alina. Alina says, hi, Michael, and your overdriven team on this thirsty Thursday. My cousins, Vanna, Ishrin, and Chanel are listening in and they said they are enjoying it. Please ask Roland, how are they going to ensure that the horrendous and hellish Hamashians are not going to impede aid from getting to hostages? Also tell her that I continue to pray for her well-being. Let's start the conversation. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you to Alina and everybody who has sent me prayers and, and, and best wishes and wonderful solutions to the hiccups. So who knew <laughs> uh, some of these solutions? Really, really great. I, uh, that's a very, very important question. Indeed. Because the Red Cross said today, they released a statement saying that that they will not play a role in delivering medication to hostages held by Hamas in Gaza. Uh, this, of course, raises our hackles, mm-hmm. not only because the Red Cross has faced continuous criticism for their lack of uh, pressuring Hamas uh, to release the hostages, to get aid to the hostages, uh, but they say, and I'm going to read to to you from their statement, they say they have been engaging with the parties in order to reach such a deal, they say, but the mechanism that was agreed to does not involve the ICRC playing any part in its implementation, including the delivery of medication. Now, uh, a Hamas uh, official, uh, Abu Mazouk, wrote on X, I mean, I don't know how they still have a profile on X, uh, that the Red Cross will deliver all the medicines. Now, what we do know is that this deal was brokered by Qatar and France. In fact, the families of hostages who are needing this medication went straight to the French officials, a fact that has drawn a lot of criticism to mm-hmm. Netanyahu. Many, many people feeling that he is uh, not doing as much as possible to help the hostages and also many feeling that he wants to drag this war out for as long as possible so that there are no elections uh, because wow. his approval ratings are basically in the doldrums. That might help uh, answer um, Anton's question from yesterday. Mm. But uh, apparently, and, and this is according to the New York Times, the medication will be transported to the hostages by employees of uh, the health ministry in the Gaza Strip, which we know is run by Hamas. And of course, there are huge concerns right. that those medications will not get to the hostages who desperately need mm-hmm. them. Now, uh, a reminder that this deal is part of a deal brokered by France and by Qatar. The medicines were bought in France and um, the, uh, this is part of a deal to allow in extra humanitarian aid into Gaza. Now, Israel has been clear on the position regarding humanitarian aid, saying we have no limits to how much humanitarian aid can come in. You know, we prepare, prepared mm. to 
bring in as much as possible. The problem is, is that we know, because we have the footage, uh, as recent as yesterday, that Hamas takes that aid. Uh, there, there were even reports coming in that they are selling the, uh, the aid for exorbitant prices, which they shouldn't be doing. That aid should be going without question, without uh, mm -hmm. uh, expecting um, financial exchanges to the people in Gaza who desperately need this humanitarian aid. No, we certainly hope uh, baby Kafir Bibas doesn't need it as he celebrates his first birthday in captivity. What a, what a way to chat about this child. <laughs> It, it, it's, it's just yeah. absolutely heartbreaking. I, I don't even have the words. I, I'm struggling today to wrap my head around it to, uh, and, and to do this without crying. But uh, baby feel Bebas, that gorgeous gummy smile, that little redhead boy turns one today. Uh, he has spent a quarter of his life in captivity. Today is his first birthday. Uh, a day like this should be about his first steps. Mm. Maybe he has said his first word, all his milestones. We worry desperately for him. We don't know what the situation is with the Bibas family. We don't know, is he with his mommy? Is he getting hugs? Mm. Is his tummy full? Does he need medication? Is he making his milestones? Uh, is he aware of what's going on? Is he getting fresh air? Is he getting enough food? Uh, um, who changes his nappy? You know, is he getting the love and care that a baby needs? Please, somebody help make sense of barbarians that hold hostage a one-year-old child, a baby, that take babies as hostages. If you out there are supporting Hamas, if you think that this is some kind of resistance, if you think that this is some kind of justice, you have absolutely no moral compass. You couldn't have underlined the point more, Roni. We just continually pray for the safe return of the hostages and for their health and safety. Rolene, there's quite a bit to unpack this afternoon. Now the U.S. House adopts only now a resolution condemning sexual violence that took place on October the 7th. Well, it's indisputable, the sexual mm. violence that took place on October the 7th. And I know that there right. may be some listeners out there because we know that uh, there is a large contingent of anti-Israel listeners uh, that, that like to have a... Uh, just to say this is uh, heartfelt. I'm on air, please hold. We do know that there is a contingent of um, anti-Israel listeners. I know, mouth, balancing those radio stations. Yes, just a slight hiccup um, in the works. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Just a slight hiccup, this time technical <laughs> right. and not from me, that according uh, to question whether these issues of sexual violence ha uh, did happen. They happened. Mm. Uh, you don't need the the proof of, of, of semen, which uh, there has been, um, you know, questions raised that the police, that Zucker did not uh, treat the, the, the bodies as a crime scene. That was not the intention. The intention was to get them to burial. But we've had eyewitness accounts. We've had survivor accounts. We have had forensic pathologists. We have had those who prepare the bodies for burial give these accounts we know that women were raped so violently that their pelvises were shattered 
We know that women were raped so violently that their legs could not be closed for burial. We currently have the biggest sexual violence um, case in the history of the state of, of Israel underway. Uh, and the House of Representatives in the United States last night adopting a bipartisan resolution condemning the, uh, the acts of sexual violence, calling them unfathomable depravity. Uh, and also acknowledging the uh, lack of acknowledgement by women's rights organizations and feminists and UN women, and also the levels of depravity and barbarity and just plain savagery mm. that women endured on the 7th of October. You know, as I said in the beginning, Rolene, um, I just can't uh, understand or fathom what are we on day 104 of the war and it's taken them this long to get here. It is unfathomable. Uh, we do know that 149 bipartisan uh, representatives uh, voted on this, co-sponsored this resolution. Hmm. But in my opinion, as a as a woman, as a feminist, the minute that we saw um, Naama Levy being dragged by her hair into captivity, the minute we saw Shani, look, those condemnations should have been issued immediately. Rolene, let's look at the World Economic Forum taking place in Davos. President Herzog addressed the session. Former hostages meeting with the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres on the sidelines. Tell us more about that. Well, let's first unpack President Herzog uh, addressing the World Economic Forum mm. in Davos in Switzerland with a picture of uh, Thea Bibas for his first birthday. Uh, the president spoke about the unendurable conditions for the hostages. He was accompanied by families of hostages. He was accompanied by some of the freed hostages. Uh, and also he addressed the issue of uh, a two-state solution and the, the peace process. He said that's not even that's not even a thought right now in, in mm. Israel. That the trust, what was done to us on the seventh of October, has been absolutely obliterated. He says, "How do you build a peace process with your knowing that your neighbors um, hate you, hate you, want to kill you?" He says, "Maybe in the future." He says, uh, "But right now there needs to be an international coalition to deal." With the um, uh, with the threats of Iran, he referred to Iran as an evil empire, and he said, with regards to the day after, which is a discussion coming up again and again and again um, in Israel, he says he believes that an international coalition of countries should be in the Gaza Strip to ensure the de-radicalization and the demilitarization of Gaza and perhaps a better future for the people mm. of. The strip. And of course, now the former hostages meeting with UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres on the sidelines. How did that go? The Secretary General says he keeps the dog tag that says, I live Shilano Shibui, but as our hearts are held captive in Gaza, bring them home. He keeps it in his pocket and he continuously calls for the immediate release of hostages. Um, it might bode better if he mm. puts those dog tags around his neck. That might make more of a statement. <laughs> Rolene, we've just about run out of time. Uh, we've got to wrap it up there. Thanks so much, Rolene, once again for joining us on the line to bring us the latest on what's happening in Israel and abroad regarding Israel. Our correspondent, Rolene Marks, coming to us from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in that part of the world.